Listener Production. Jess Jonathan, thanks for coming on Willow Talk. Thanks for having me. Straight up, big year for you. Rotating the ashes, getting married. Anything else left to check off? Yeah, I mean, first women's IPL. Oh, yeah, WPL of course. WPL as well. Yeah. That was pretty incredible. Probably those are the big three. <laughs> Go to India, win a test match over there. That'd be ideal, yeah. yes. Yeah, being able to, I guess I missed out on the last test that we played against India. I was injured. So yep. being able to, to play a test match against a country other than England will be really nice. And in India, spinning conditions, <clears throat> team's going to need heaps of spinners. Oh, definitely. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see uh, the venue that we're, we're at. And I mean, I've seen a lot of test matches on TV that have been played over there and it looks very challenging for, for batters. But equally, it's sort of as a spin bowler, you sort of, you still got to put the ball in the right area. Yeah. Um, you still got to put something on it. You can't just lob the ball up and expect the pitch to do the work for you. So yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see, one, how the sides are made up. Yep. Secondly, how the conditions play out. Just on your bowling, noticed in the past couple of years that you're the go-to at the death these days. And it's not often you're bowling your lovely left arm orthos with the shape and the drift and the spin away. You're firing them in there at the front of their hand. How have you developed into sort of that go-to death bowling specialist? Yeah, look, it's it's been a funny one. It's sort of progressed over the, the last few years that that's sort of, yeah, become my role. And I think anyone who knows me knows that I always want the ball in my hand and I sort of thrive in those conditions and those situations that um, when the pressure's on, I, I want to try and be the one to, to do the job. And I'm so clear about what I want to what I want to execute. And I guess that probably helps as well, that ultimately you're, you're just trying to go for as few runs as possible yep. to try and win the game. Or sometimes it, it's taking that final wicket. And yeah, I, as much as I pride myself on, on that role, I... I know within myself I'm still much more than that. Yep. That, yeah, I'd love to get the opportunity to bowl a few overs earlier in the, the innings as well. And I have been working really hard on actually getting my shape back. So, yeah, hopefully I, I get that opportunity at different times. But, I mean, competition to even get an over in this team at the moment is very, very t- challenging and very tough. Crazy. The depth is, is deep. Lots of deep depth, deep depth in Australian cricket. Yeah. And uh, just on that, the death stuff, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it, really? Because the better you are at it, the more you do it, even though you sometimes probably don't want to do it. Yeah, definitely. And I think even during the Ashes, uh, there was the the game at the the Rose Bowl or at the Aegeus Bowl, sorry, yeah. that, yeah, I'd bowled pretty poo earlier on in the You can say shit. In the innings. Shit, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I bowled absolute trash, pretty shit, <laughs> earlier in the innings and um, I knew that sort of with the bowling options that we had sort of at the death that it was probably looking likely that it was going to be me and uh, it was probably one of the first times I sort of doubted whether I should be turned to but then that quickly changed and I was like, no, you bloody, you do this for a living. Like you've made yeah. a name for yourself at this <laughs> yeah. and... Yeah, it sort of was nice to be able to to pull it off and we got away with the win in the end and, yeah, being called Clutch and Ice Queen. and hey. um, I mean, they have a joke at the heat with me that they call me Captain Clutch and <laughs> it's a bit embarrassing, but, I mean, you take it sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I love those moments. There are worse nicknames out there than Captain Clutch. I know, I know. It could go the other way or you just... <laughs> 
get smashed every final over. <laughs> exactly, yes. So. Don't keep your cool. Yeah, the ice cream melts. You don't want that happen. I know. But, I mean, in saying that, like, yeah, I've been relatively successful in that role. But, yeah, it's sort of knowing in the back of my mind it could be inevitable at some stage that you get met but not letting that sort of deter you or deter me sort of thing that I've been able to, to do that role and perform that role for a number of games and a number of years. So I don't plan on giving it up too soon. And you get the glory because you win the game. Yeah, I know. You're in the highlights package, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got 20 questions for you, JJ. Okay. What's your full name, date of birth and teams that you play for? Full name is Jessica Louise Jonathan. Date of birth, 5th of the 11th, 1992. Teams that I play for. Okay, we've got – I'm going to start at Clubland. Good. We've got Valleys District Cricket Club. Yeah. They'll have a bit of a joke that I'm registered but I don't really play often. <laughs> yeah. But I have played a number of games this season already, so I'm pretty proud of that. Play for Queensland Fire, Brisbane Heat, Australian Women's Cricket Team and Delhi Capitals. Correct. That's yes. all right. <laughs> you talked about your club team then. What was your first club, cricket club, and your favourite memories playing with them? First cricket club was Brothers Rockhampton Junior Cricket Club. Um, Rocky. Yep, Rocky, Rocky Girl. One of, I think, two girls at the time playing. I, I just remember being down at the net so often with my dad and my club coach at the time. He was down there as well with his sons and, yeah, sort of spending countless hours in the nets, like with with all of them and I was almost like his second daughter in a way as well and I just remember having such a supportive network and obviously being one of so few girls playing in an all boys team in the country yeah it's sort of yeah I mean it got a bit hairy during the teenage years but early on was yeah a very supportive environment and one that I I felt really safe to to be who I was love it uh, who's your childhood idol and have you met them? Childhood idol was Anna Mears um, and still hey. sort of is Anna Mears. I have met her, yes. Met her in person at the Commonwealth Games recently and I was sort of fangirling a fair bit. I remember up in Rocky, I'd be on the school bus and her and her sister Kerry were riding around the, the streets sort of training. Yeah, ready for the next, quick. Yeah, ready <laughs> for the next big, big event and... Yeah, she was sort of one of those ones that I guess you see a female athlete from that region being yep. successful. Yeah, sort of made me believe that I could do something similar. Comp Games, just quickly on that. What was that experience like? It was really incredible. Obviously, during a COVID period as well, being in our own sort of bubble in a way, our own team hotel with all the other cricket teams and the beach volleyballers. But for once, I guess, for, for our team being part of something bigger than just cricket. Yeah. Yeah, that was really, really special to be part of, yeah, Team Australia. Love it. Cricket's meant to come back in to the 2028 Olympics in LA. So what's that make you, 36 by then? Yeah. Uh, get there easy. Hope so. When I saw that, I was like, all right, I'll have to keep trying to hang on. And I think I was, the aim was to try and get around 35 or whatever, but I've always said if my, my mind, my body and my performances are sort of still intact then I'll play for as long as is needed. We need the clutch queen in LA. <laughs> so stick around till then. What was your favourite DVD growing up? Oh, favourite DVD. That's a tough one, actually. I don't really know. We, have, we had a massive DVD collection at mm. home. Santa would always bring a few. Yeah. 
I don't know. Dad would always watch some Steven Seagal ones. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. So he would watch some of those. But, um, yeah, no, I, I couldn't narrow it down to one. I'm going to just nominate Steven Seagal for you. <laughs> He's, he was a clutch guy. Time to die or whatever yeah, it is. Time to die. That's James Bond. I or, think so, yeah. I don't know. Seagal probably ripped it off. What was your first job? People probably laugh from my childhood. Like I didn't need to work when I grew up. I was the youngest child, so I was very well supported by mum and dad. Right. Now, I sort of washed a few cars um, with Delissa Kimmins at one point. That was probably for free, though. And then I did some data entry work with Melissa Bueller at her company, Binnacle. That, yeah, it was sort of got a few little treats here and there. But, yeah, apart from that, it was sort of I was too busy at uni and studying yeah. that, yeah. I guess probably you could say cricket. Yeah. I mean, I was grade 11 and I got my first contract, $1,200 for 12 months of the year. So it was a dream. That's amazing. Bowling a couple of, were you left arm ortho back then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd only switched to spin for, I think, the year prior. Oh. So it was great. Good decision. <laughs> How do you have your coffee? Lactose-free, flat oh. white or lactose-free latte. So um, like not a- because my belly needs it, but I don't know, I just... The milk just doesn't sit in your guts as much. So do you go oat milk or is that, is that count? Uh, well, I've, I mean, some places that don't have it, yeah, I'll go like an almond milk or something. But yeah, if there's lactose free, but at the same time, if none of that's on offer, I'll just go just a standard lactose or just a standard latte. So can you have ice cream? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm not doing it for my gut. It's just it doesn't sit in my gut as much. Right. Like it doesn't upset me. That would have been devastating. Yeah. No ice cream. Oh, I'd still have it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's your Uber rating? I I actually think I looked at this the other day and I was quite disappointed. I was 4.89. You're disappointed with 4.89? Yeah, because I thought like 4.9 is like and above. That's just like one four-star review probably. Yeah, so why? Where's What happened to the other star? You've done something that upset Mm, someone. With your game, JJ. Uh, How many holes does a straw have? Two. Well, yeah, if you want to get technical. Two, if you want to be technical? Yeah. Okay. Top and bottom. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Who gave you your first Aussie cap? First Aussie cap? I feel like saying it was potentially Alex Blackwell. Yeah. I think. I actually remember my cap presentation for other reasons than who it was. It was because we were at North Sydney Oval the name on the back of my shirt was spelt wrong. Um, <laughs> my mum couldn't get into the ground because the gates were locked at that point. They wouldn't let anyone in. Yep. So, yeah, my mum missed my cap presentation. Um, so, yeah, I sort of remember those sort of things instead. But <laughs> You mean you've got more than one Aussie cap. Did she make it to another one? I don't think so. Tough. Um, Sarah, my wife, was there for my test debut in England. So I at least had somebody there for that. I do also blame her for me getting out for 99 because she pulled the camera out ready to take (laughs) a photo. I don't think, yeah, nobody was there for my T21, I don't think. But, yeah, mum was there for my 100th WBBL game, 100th T20 for Australia. So They're more important. There's there's plenty more um, milestones that she's been there for. I may have jinxed you on the 99 too because I think I had the tweet ready to go, just join us 100 and then... Yeah. You missed a straight one. Yeah. So don't blame me. There was me. a hole in my butt. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a good cricket watcher? 
yeah, I guess my, my wife would say I watch too much cricket. Mm. I don't mind watching it. I probably talk a little bit too much at times. I did make a rule for myself last season when I was watching, particularly WBBL games, that games that I'm sort of more invested in and, and whatnot, that it's like as soon as I started getting angry or worked up at the TV, I'd have to turn it off. But if I could just watch it and watch it, yep. I was allowed to keep going. Fortunately, there were only a handful of times I turned it off um, <laughs> because of how I worked myself up. What got you worked up? Oh, probably just the results in a way. Like if it was a team that we needed to win or sure. whatever or yep. they smashed us but then against the team they should have won, they absolutely sucked. Folded, yeah. <laughs> yep. Sort of, yeah, games that potentially could have impacted where we were placed as well or, yeah, Probably more of that than anything. What's your pump-up song? Pump-up song, I do like a bit of Fallout Boy. My last few sort of walkout songs were our songs Know What You Did in the Dark. Okay. By Fallout Boy, yep. I reckon I, I heard it one footy pre-season game or something and, yeah, always liked it. Always liked them sort of growing up. So, yeah, I'd have to go with that one. Throwing it back to Fallout Boy. Always. Nice. How messy is your locker? Not messy at all. No. no, I like to keep it well organised. Probably not the same as my bedroom or my house. Sarah would always be cleaning up after us. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like sort of a well organised kit. Okay, unlike some of your teammates. Yeah, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> She's copped it a fair bit today with the uh, messy locker front. Uh, where do you sit on the team bus? I like, so if there's the door that's like halfway down, yeah. I sort of sit where those stairs are. Um, across from them? Across from them, yeah. yeah. So I like sort of knowing I've got an exit there. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be too far back because I'll yeah. get a little bit sort of motion sick, but I don't want to be too far to the front because that's a bit eager. But yeah, most of our staff sort of sit towards the front and then anywhere from like the middle back is the players. Do you um, feel there's a hierarchy? Not really. I think it's like, it's one of those ones where people are sort of a bit superstitious, not not really superstitious, but probably more so just like that routine. Yeah. You got the team pests in Shooter and Midge that are up towards the back. Um, then you got Kingy, myself, Phoebe and Ash Gardner, we're sort of in that middle sort of range and a few of the other younger ones are sort of in the middle there um, in between us. So, yeah, it's there's not really a hierarchy. Just not up the front? No, no. Would be caught dead up the front. Nah. No, I mean, some place. I mean, there's been a few bus rides where Ash Garden has been up there after a few World Cup celebrations, but <laughs> that's for different reasons. Yeah, right. Okay, <laughs> we'll get into them another day. What do you eat on a game day? What do I eat on a game yeah, day? what do you eat? Um, look, depends on the time of the game. I do like a bit of smashed avocado, a bit of feta. Yeah. The standard millennial meal, yeah. um, even though I'm definitely not a millennial. Yes, I like that with some poached eggs. Um, sometimes I like a bit of a, a pasta, potentially sort of post-game mm. type thing. But yeah, something that'll fuel me well. Rate your sledging game out of 10. <laughs> Two. And that's probably being generous. I'm not a very good sledger at all. I'm not witty enough. I'll think of something after the fact, but it's like it's really corny probably. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, just, sh just shut up. <laughs> Two's good. A lot of your teammates say zero. Yeah, I, I reckon there'd be a couple that should be rated pretty high. Name names. Elisa Healy for one. Yeah. She would have been pretty high. I reckon Megan Shoot can be quite, mm -hmm. she'd be aggressive. I mean, 
she called our Brisbane Heat team arrogant in the in the media. So wow, um, shots fired. Taking it taking it to the the big dogs. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I reckon there's those two at least. But then you got someone like Pez who wouldn't say a bad thing about anyone really. Kimmy G might. Um, do a few sledges here and there as well, but probably more so internally than anything. Right. Do you give it to your teammates at all? Or is it the banter kind of line? I don't really. It's sort of like I probably do it more so with someone like Grace Harris. Yeah. We sort of have that relationship. She knows how to push my buttons and I tell her off here and there and then she laughs at me and I laugh back and we sort of go on again. But no, I probably... There's probably more banter and whatnot in the domestic setup than there is sort of in the Australian setup. I mean, there's a few that would probably have some, throw some chat around about each other, but nah, sort of keep to myself a little bit. Okay. Stay out of the firing line. Smart. <laughs> Don't want to put a target on your back. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> What's your sunscreen routine? Sunscreen routine, I sort of do my arms first, generally, particularly early enough pre-warm-up, otherwise sort of get slippery hands. And if you're trying to bowl and warm up bowling, can be pretty dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, do that, do my face, neck, and then my ears as well. And that's about it. Sometimes I'll skip my arms if I know, if I've got a long sleeve shirt on, I just sort of do the backs of my hands because a lot of people miss those. Good pointer out there. Backs of hands, everyone. Uh, how do you wind down after a game? Well, I, I do a little bit of a scroll sometimes yep. um, to see what people's thoughts have been about the game or things that have happened and sometimes have a bit of a chuckle, a bit of a laugh. I do like to read as well. So whether that's comments or nah, I sort of <laughs> like to, I sort of like, I like to read books. Yeah, that's probably one of the ones that I look to do to wind down. Night games are always really challenging. They're sort of takes you a few hours to get there. But if it's sort of been a day game uh, and where I am, if I have access to a bath, I might read in the bath and sort of get the best of both worlds. Just chill out, relax, have some me time and then Mm. ready for bed. Dangerous to scroll and soak, you know, Mm. slippery hand, drop the phone. Yeah, no. Although they're almost waterproof these days. So you don't have to put it in the rice bucket and (laughs) try and make it survive. Do you ever go back at any of the... The trolls on social media, do you ever bite back? We've been told not to. There's been the odd one sometimes, but there's a really lovely button called block. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, yeah, I use that a little bit. I did actually go back to someone, believe it or not, it was on a post that the ECB, I think, put up and it was a, a team announcement for one of their tours coming up and someone did the old chestnut that nobody cares, like nobody watches. I mean, I'd just did the standard well you've obviously cared enough to like reply to this or to comment on this Uh, I was like a lot of people care a lot of people are passionate about it and watch and I just did the waving hand emoji and significant amount of people sort of got on the back of that but I was just like those those kind of people always sort of wind me up that it's like you say no one cares yet you've taken time out of your day to actually say that no one cares if you really don't care just keep scrolling like or, it's not that hard. Or don't follow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they're yeah. like, I'm following you for the men. It's like, well, cool. You don't, no one's forcing you to yeah. reply or to, to look at this. But yeah, there has been a few like sort of personal ones and, and all of that. But yeah, that's just, that's just block. I don't really sort of take it to heart. It's sort of a lot of the time it's, they've had something else writing on what you do as opposed to what you've actually done or haven't done. Yeah. Who told you not to comment back? We encourage it. Bite back. <laughs> Integrity people, you know. 
That's my legal background yeah. coming in okay, that you've got well, to actually, you don't open yourself up to these things. You have the right to remain silent. Mm-hmm. Anything you do, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know or, it. or say will be held against you in the court of law. Who are the Heat going to play in the final this year? I reckon the Thunder. Mm. Drafted well. They have drafted well, but at the same time, it's sort of you don't want to draft too well because then that means you've had a pretty ordinary season <laughs> yeah, prior, right? True. But yeah, I think the Coop of the Year getting Marazan Cap that's huge for for them particularly and. Yeah, you got, what is it, Phoebe Litchfield there as well. She's just continuing to to rise and rise. And um, Heather Knight coming back as well with her experience, her leadership. Yeah, I think they've done done really well. And I think Lauren Bell also. Mm. Watch out for the Thunder. Uh, hardest batter to bowl to in the WBBL? I think Beth Mooney is one of the hardest batters to bowl to in the WBBL. Obviously, for me, being a left-handed um, spinner as well, coming into a left-handed batter. And she's someone who just manipulates the field so well also and good runner between the wickets, takes on the bowling either side of the wicket and, and has a little bit of a, a scoopy type shot off her legs as well. So, yeah, I think she's she's fairly challenging, particularly when you can only have four fielders out. But then equally you've got to get through that power play first with only the two out. Yeah. And she could be flying by that point. State of the death overs. Leave, leave, yeah. leave the openers be and go to the That's back what the fastballers are for, yeah, right? that's right. Uh, last one, best piece of advice that you've given out? It's probably one of those ones that it's like just be yourself and for whatever sort of is happening in your life or whatnot, sort of em- embrace it, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, allow yourself to feel what you feel because bottling it up or holding on to it is not necessarily the the <laughs> – the best thing for you or for the situation. So, yeah, it's probably along those lines, I would say. Love it. It's great advice. Thank you, uh, JJ, the clutch queen or the ice queen. Either or, look. I'm happy just being JJ. Okay. (laughs) JJ, thanks for coming on. Thank you.